<clears throat> me, 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 me. All right. I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. But when I woke up this morning, I could have sworn it was judgment day. The sky was all purple. There were people running everywhere. Trying to run from the destruction. What's the last line? Oh, come on. Oh. Man. And you know I didn't even care. Prince. Yes. Oh. All right. Oh, my God. Okay. Don't worry. We won't hold that against you. All right. So I'm going to do your intro now or try and do your intro. You can go silent or not silent. That's up to you. And one, two, three. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, My First Season. My name is Greg. And in this podcast, I, whoop, I'm sorry, that sucked. Let me try again. Hey, everyone. My name is Greg. And welcome back to the podcast, My First Season. In this podcast, I interview travel writers and people who work for resorts, hotels, cruise ships, and airlines. And we'll talk about their experience in travel and tourism. My guest today and I worked together in Cancun, Mexico in 2004, 2005. It was her first season was my second to last. I remember the exact moment when she arrived in the village. She looked a little terrified, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Okay. <laughs> talk about lambs to the slaughter. Okay. So from Montreal, fellow Montrealer, please give a warm welcome to Joe. What's up, girl? Hey. Hey, how, hey, how, how are, are you? you? Okay, I know. I'm good. So happy to get you here. We had to go through your agents, your your publicists, your managers, <laughs> your social media consultants, but we finally got you. So I'm very happy <sighs> you're here. Finally. And you agreed to come on the show. Thank you so much. And yeah, just once oh, more, you you agreed to the rules of no swearing and no hookup stories, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Under mild protest. All right. Yeah, so you were a water ski and wakeboard geo. But I do recall a little bit, like you were a competitive wakeboarder, were you not? Yeah, yeah. Back when I was young, I used to be a Quebec uh, wakeboard champion. So I did this one backflip that nobody could do back in the days. And every time I just did it, I won. So, so, so I don't you did have the, that much credit. <laughs> you, you did the, the backflip off the wake. That's a, a tantrum, I guess. Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's exactly it. Yeah. All right. And so what? how old were you when you started like water skiing, wakeboarding, all that? I was a baby. I was four years old. So I grew up on the lake up north in Lesserelle and um, I just picked up on it. It was a family sport and I just loved it. So yeah, when I got the opportunity to work uh, in Cancun, I was stoked. Water ski all day, paid to do it and to teach it. I, it was stoked. <laughs> okay. So you're, so you're growing up, you're water skiing. So before Club Med, were you working, going to school? Like how, what were you doing right before that besides competing? Yeah. In, so uh, funny. Yeah, but like, you know, I, I think everything happens for a reason, right? Um, I was in school, I was studying to go, I, my bachelor's degree, and I was going to go to Spain. And uh, things happened with my family where we didn't have enough money for me to go anymore. So I had to take a sabbatical year and go work. And I applied to Club Med. And uh, so that I could, you know, pay for my studies. And, and that's how I ended up in Clamet. I thought, hey, I'll go work somewhere that, where they speak Spanish. I'll perfect my Spanish for a season. And then I'll just carry on with my life and, and uh, go to Spain and, and graduate. Well, how did you? Okay, first, what were you uh, studying? Like, what was your undergrad in? Uh, international commerce. Okay. So, actually, did... I lie. I lie. Okay. I was uh, doing operations, which is what I actually do now, funny enough. Okay. And then after going to Club Med, I, I switched it to international commerce because I wanted to travel some more. So. Okay. <laughs> so how did you find out about like sending a, like an application or applying to Club Med? How did you find out about it? Someone you knew worked there or you went there on vacation? I went to a resort that was right next to Clamet in Huatulco in like 2001. Oh, really? And 
everybody talked about the club med in, in, in Huatulco and how big it was. And I kind of told myself at 18 years old, that one day I'm going to be a GO. And uh, so when I was starting to think about what do I want to do during my sabbatical, I, um, I saw that there was an addition casting in Montreal. And I just kind of thought, oh, my God, this is my chance. You know, I should I should go and do that, dream, live that dream, you know. All right. So you had your interview audition. OK, so what did you have to do for your interview audition? Because I've been hearing a lot of stories. <laughs> so did they make you dance, tell jokes? Uh, what did you I have to so do? I was so prepared. Oh, my God, because I, I did circus as a kid. And I, I applied for Circus Geo, for Baby Club Geo, go figure, oh, really? and Water Ski Geo. Okay. So, I, yeah, so I went there. I did a crazy sign. I don't, like, remember what it was. Actually, I have no oh, idea what please, it was. Please say and it was I she bangs. Okay. Oh, you juggle? I never said oh. you juggle in Cancun. Okay. <laughs> I don't know okay. that I was that quick at that time. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about she bangs later. Okay. Okay, I didn't know you juggled. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I used to you teach yourself? Also who, in, taught you, who taught you how to juggle? Actually, uh, elementary school. You know that Montreal is, is a mecca for circus. It's uh, the capital of circus. So yeah. yes. in my in my elementary school, I used to do, instead of gym, I used to do circus. Oh, So wow. I did all that stuff. Unicycle, juggling, stilts. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. So I, I did the audition and I was like, I speak three languages. I could juggle. I could water ski. I babysat my whole life. Just pick me. Please pick me. And they kept me for the last. What? And I thought for sure I, I bombed it. And like, I think it was, forget what her name was. Uh, she used to come to Cancun all the time, the recruiter. And, and she's like, oh my God, you're my favorite of the whole uh, crew. I'm, I'm going to find you a village. I will find you when I promise you. And I ended up uh, getting... Um, Cancun because Handel asked for me I, I had never met him but he asked for this French Canadian girl that speaks three languages and juggles and water skis and <laughs> had, he, had, had he seen you dance yet though oh my god no uh, god. okay okay oh. okay my skills okay. my skills <laughs> okay well so. yeah we won't spoil that we'll get into that um yeah. <laughs> okay so uh, so what year was so was your uh, what month did you arrive to Cancun? Uh, was it April or May or Ooh, June? It was May 4th. Okay, uh, that's 2004, right. 2004, exactly. Okay, so yeah, you were just after me. And when you were applying, so was it during the, the winter of 2004 that you w went to Montreal to apply? Uh, I think audition? it was in 2003 because oh, okay. they wanted to send me that autumn and I was like, I can't, you know, so that they waited an entire season for me to join. Oh, wow. Okay. Very flattering. No, right. well, not really. I just, I, nope. I got on the list and I just kind of waited for a village after that. Okay. Well, you picked a good one. And so you had no idea what kind of uh, like team, like dream team Hendel had assembled because you didn't know Hendel, right? So you had no idea really what you were walking into, right? I had no idea who Handel was, you know, okay. like uh, this magician of uh, happiness, you know, the merchant of happiness. Like I had no idea who, who anybody were. I was a virgin, like, I, I mean, a, a Club Med virgin. I had no clue who he handpicked to go to that village and how crazy it would be. I was, I was a baby. I was 21 years old. I had just turned 21 years yes, old. Yes, and you could have arrived at a better time because I remember, like, yesterday, we were, uh, the chief of sports was doing some kind of apéro uh, <laughs> near yeah. the Palapa, so it was around five or six, and someone had brought you. I forget who brought you, but someone had brought you. <laughs> And uh, we were oh all God. there. Yeah, everyone's looking at you. You're you're probably terrified at that moment. <laughs> I was pasty white. I had just spent a winter <laughs> in Quebec weather, and yeah. everybody was dark, dark, dark. And I just remember feeling so white. 
<laughs> and <laughs> just out of place and so young and like Freddie was there red was there scott the palmer was there like i mean everybody was twice my age i was like where am i <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> where are the young people at yeah okay yeah. well that's why because yeah hendel uh, hendel had assembled a, a you know a team of legends there you know like he really got everyone there so you know, that was like your dream team season, all the, you know, there were so many names that went through there a lot. You just mentioned, but a lot more, you know, like uh, it was crazy how much talent was on that team, which you probably oh, yeah. soon, soon discovered. Okay. Wow. So your first week uh, you're trying to get your bearings. Um, you meet the ski team. How'd that go? Everything I mean, okay there? Oh yeah. It was awesome. I mean, it was Freddie, Red, Jeffrey, well, Jeff Ski, uh, Tim Ski, and Jeremy Ski. And I was like, I'm <laughs> a lot of skis. Just, Were you Joe Ski? Why not? I was Joe Ski. Come <laughs> okay. on, of course. And uh, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm with these studs uh, driving boats all day. And I remember for the first time I went to water ski, I fell down. I couldn't even get up. I was like, what is this? I've never water skied on salt water. Like I, I'm so confused. (laughs) Like I'm so not used to it. And it was just very like, I I tried to show off and I totally fell and I was super embarrassed and I was the baby, you know, I was the young girl. Like (laughs) I'm pretty sure they they forgave you. Right. Cause you're, you know, you're, you're kind on the gorgeous side. So I'm sure they forgave you. Right. Um, yeah, they didn't sure. mind my bikinis. So no, yeah, yeah, no, no one did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> which is why. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because when when you arrived, we probably weren't looking at. Wow, she's really pale. It was probably like, wow, how beautiful. I'm I'm oh, just well, letting you know you. that's what everyone was probably thinking. Well, thank you. And then, of course, you know, you you became the life of the party. So, <laughs> what at what point was it? So, I mean, you already knew about the hours and. Or had you ever worked seven days a week before in any jobs? No, no, I I didn't realize that, you know, there was no weekends. I knew there was six days a week. I was like, oh, that's fine. I'm just driving boats. But, you know, just the fact that you're on the water all day and with the wind and the sun and, you know, it's very physical and you're you're like, you know, you want to get hurt by the skier. So you're screaming all day. It's very tiring. And I had a really hard time keeping up and adjusting. I was just so tired all the time. And I realized that sleep was super overrated. Like really in the beginning, I was like, why isn't anybody tired but me? I don't understand. They had had about 10 years of seasons on you probably. Oh my God. We're we're used to it. And my alcohol, I couldn't handle my alcohol. I I was dead drunk at like nine o'clock. I had to like stop myself, you know, and, you know, it's just the long hours, you know, then you're, you're doing the crazy signs and the show and then more crazy signs and then bring everybody to the disco. Next thing you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. Let's go rehearsal for the show, you know, till two, three o'clock in the morning because I can't dance and I couldn't figure it out. So, you know. Okay, yeah, let's get let's get since you since you brought it up. Uh, so so oh, you're God. so you weren't one of the geos that ran up to the choreographer and said, "Put me in everything, pick me." You weren't you, you didn't do that. Of course, right? I was. I I you wanted did? to be part of the gang. That's how you make friends, you, at Clement. You get you get into the the shows. That's that's oh, the wow. best part, I think. Oh yeah. You, so you asked to be put. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Even mm. though I sucked, it doesn't matter. It was fun. <laughs> you play dress up. You you put some makeup on. And you get on a stage, and you're a freaking rock star. Who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> but did you did you demand to be in the front row then when you asked to be in the show, or you, were you like I'm front row material? No, I think don't. they. No, I don't know why they put me in the front. I, okay. I don't know. I guess I used to do all these pirouettes, so they would just like, okay, you can do a couple things there. Go go in the front. <laughs> I don't know. 
I was in the back in a lot of dances, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where they stuck me because they said I was quote unquote tall. Yeah, but they just didn't have oh, the heart to go. say, hey, no, you're a pretty bad dancer. <laughs> Stay in the back. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Oh, uh, so weeks are going on your, your water ski, you were looking at what other people did, but you wanted to stay in water ski, like, or did you ever like say, ah, oh, I want to go do circus or you're, you were happy to stay in, in water ski. I really wanted to do circus, but okay. like just circus shows, you know? So I started yeah. like uh, on my time off, you know, when you do water ski, we, we drove the advance in the morning and then we'd have a bigger break at lunch. So I would go and fly the trapeze if I could, or, um, and then just, propose myself <laughs> to, to help out in shows and stuff like that or the juggling activity at night you know please love me please 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 love me you know like I was just begging for attention but Christy I think she got sick or something and she, she had to go away for a little bit I don't know what she had but they were stuck without anybody doing the doubles so I was like well hi I've been there all along so um so yeah, so they just trained me in a day and, and there I was up in the air. So it was super cool that, that I really um, have fond memories, Tiger and Simon, they, they included me in their little gang. So super grateful for that experience. That was, that was really cool. I didn't want to go teach it. I didn't think I, I was teaching material, but just to be part of, of those uh, special moments was, was really cool. What, who was your double partner? Was it Tiger or Simon? It was Tiger. Okay, that's right. I, okay. I did it with Simon once, and then me and Christy would do a really nice one too. Yes, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. Well, in a way, you still had the best of both worlds. You got to do water ski and circus, right? So that was yeah. a pretty good deal. It was an amazing deal. It was so cool. <laughs> I I look back at it now, and I'm like, man, I was I was a machine back then. I would you know, train and, and water ski and circus and drink all night. Like I, I can't do that now. I'm way too old. <laughs> I know. Right. Someone says, would you like to drink? You're like, it's Wednesday night. What are you talking? You know, I feel like a punk now when someone says oh, yeah, exactly. drink, it's Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to drink in the day now. I can't drink at night. <laughs> exactly. So in terms of culture shock, when you arrived at Club Med, I'm betting that when you were water skiing in Les Sorel, not many guys were water skiing or wakeboarding in a Speedo. So how did you, mm. how did you adjust to all the Speedos that were coming out to water ski? Or were there none? Everyone was in board shorts. Or did you have any kind of culture shock? Like, I just use that as an example, but usually Speedos are very haunting for people. So I was wondering no. if, uh, if you had any culture shock whatsoever when you got to Club Med. Well, I, I don't know that it was culture shock. I think it was more of a generational gap shock or it was it was kind of like wow I'm this 21 years old and now my friends are 42 40. like I had never had friends past the 20s you know back back home so to me it broke kind of that generational gap where everybody's equal and then second thing that was really really powerful for me is I grew up in a very white neighborhood in society where pretty much everybody was Caucasian and private schools and on the lake, blah, blah, blah. So for me, I had never had friends from different nationalities. So when I got to Clamed and we were proud to announce that we had 22 nationalities, that was a shock for me too. You know, like I had no friends from all these different um, cultures. So that was a culture shock, but not a culture shock in a bad way, in a good way. I got to learn a lot about everybody's um, culture and really expand my horizon which were limited and then third of all I had 
never had a gay friend or somebody that liked to play dress up or anything like that. And there I am, um, you know, like hanging out with gay guys. I'd never had gay friends or lesbians or, you know, like um, I think one of the guys liked to play dress up once in a while, cross dress once in a while. And for me, that would have been like prejudice in the past. But then I was with all these people and they were becoming my family. And it just broke that barrier like that, you know, like I, it was fascinating for me. I was just expanding on so many different levels. And then finally, I the, the last thing that really culturally, well, I guess culturally or whatever, just shocked me was, you know, I grew up kind of um, well off as a kid. And and that's why, like, you know, I, I, I got there and there was some people with all types of backgrounds, you know, people who never had to work a day in their lives or people that were super poor and were there to pay for, you know, their education or just to make enemies or people that chose to do this as a lifestyle and that, you know, were just happy. And I realized that happiness is not achieving, you know, success professionally or it's not just, you know, being rich and having a lot of money and having a lot of things. I realized that you know, all these people, they're all equal, men, women, from any nationality, any age, any background, you know, we're all like the same, you know, it's, it just really leveled everybody at the same time, like as a big eye opener for, for me, who was raised in a very, um, you know, sheltered kind of background. So it was, it was fascinating. It was, it was the most amazing experience in my life. It changed who I was. And, who I became because I, I see friends of mine from, you know, younger, uh, like from the past and, you know, they're still with the same clicks and all that. And, and my click just, you know, exploded through the world and it, it was amazing and it really changed me. So I, I'll, I'll be forever grateful for that. Well said. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very long well story. Put. To- no, no, it was well put. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing you came from, so speaking about your family, you came from a tight knit family. So was it hard working your first Christmas day or was actually it not New really Year's? we're not oh, tight oh, knit okay. at all <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so I was like okay peace out I'm out bye <laughs> so you had no problem working Christmas day it was like any other day or New Year's oh yeah okay wow okay great yeah well, I good. really don't like Christmas okay <laughs> and I know you're a big fan so I'm not gonna say it too loud but I really dislike uh, Christmas. no no I'm so. just I'm a fan of not working on Christmas day uh, I'm not ah. really, New Year's, New Year's, no, New Year's was never a big deal for me, but it was, it would have been nice not to work on Christmas. So yeah, I was never, um, yeah, big Christmas guy, but I'm just curious if other people, how they dealt with those days, because some really missed home, you know, some cried or whatever, because they missed their family. So I was just curious if you, if they were just like any other. No, I never really missed home. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I, I kind of, I think I, I really enjoyed being there and the weeks are so packed. You know, I didn't have time to miss anyone. I know one of my roommates, Stephanie, really missed home and she had pictures of her family all over her geo room. And me, I had nothing. <laughs> it was like, all right, I'm here and I'm going to enjoy this. This is, this is where I live. This, this is my family now. <laughs> Let's go back to the shows. So do you recall, did you, did oh, you have God. a favorite show? You were I, yeah, I love Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge was the best. Moulin Rouge. Oh, yes. Okay. That was your favorite one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. And favorite crazy? The can can and, you know, just the, the energy on stage. It was such a sexy show. It was, you know, it was 
the 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 songs were really inviting and it was just it, yeah it was just like uh, it was sexy it was powerful and you know it made you feel good and people love the finale with the cancan and and the second finale with the other cancan we had to redo <laughs> and we're like no please say was, no <laughs> was it the uh, yeah, techno, it was, was it the techno cancan or the regular cancan I did both uh, okay. when it yeah when Jesse was choreographer it was the regular and then after that uh, Pat it was Patchy. a Patchy. 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 yeah Patchy, Patchy. did uh, the techno can can oh. I like the regular one better though I gotta say <laughs> yeah, you, you sweat a lot less than the regular one <laughs> Oof, yeah oh my god and uh, okay so crazy side so correct me if I'm wrong uh, when she bangs would come on um, there was a part part and she bangs where you have to shimmy your your shoulders now am i wrong yep. was did i recall jesse trying to teach you how to shake your shoulders or um because you were shaking your whole upper body some pride to side or am i remembering this wrong no no you got you got it right i oh, was okay. going up and down instead of front and back so it looked like uh, oh yeah 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 okay sorry yeah okay <laughs> yeah, I recall you saying I look like a raggedy and that's been electrocuted in your book. So thank you. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're yeah. So yeah. Nice. You were so yeah, cute. No, it was not cute. It was, uh, it was. I was trying real hard. No, it was so cute. Oh, my God. Because everyone I knows. got it at like month seven. So. Okay. Month seven. Okay. But well, who's counting? Okay. Who's counting? Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And at the end, I would just do it for shits and giggles because everybody used to laugh at it. So uh, we loved it. We loved you for doing it. Yes. But I'm guessing that wasn't your favorite one, though. Do you have a favorite crazy sign there? Oh, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. I love Chibang, but I liked uh, Hong Dong a lot. Oh, Joker, yeah. Joker did that one amazingly. I loved Hong Dong. Did you like Tomake? Tomake as well. Oh, Tomake was always like a, like, you know, a good one. Um, and Sous le Soleil des Tropiques. I really liked that one too. Oh. That was a chilled one by the pool. Old school. Yeah. Water ski, wakeboard, circus. Did you have time to try any other um, sports there or develop any skills that you never had the chance to or you were just you were busy enough drinking with, no 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 well I guess yeah drinking could be a sport um did you, did you, did you play buffalo okay uh yeah but okay. you know what I'm left-handed so I used to win a lot that's true okay yeah <laughs> yeah that's, true. A, that's an asset right there yeah I don't recall you yeah losing at all that uh, that season okay nope no I was pretty good at it but uh I did um I did like sailing a lot that I learned to sail there I think you taught me out of everybody Hobie or maybe Nathan yeah it was one of us I used yeah. to brag I could teach someone to sail in 10 minutes so if you had a quick lesson that was probably me <laughs> <laughs> I used to be able to go out but then I need one of you guys to get me back on that on the boat because I couldn't get back <laughs> ever that happened it was a weird wind at Cancun you know it was always changing <laughs> but that was super offshore, fun. I really like that do you have any from you know from your uh, from your first seat, do you have any clean, appropriate, funny stories? I mean, it doesn't have to be funny, but it's something really wild and wacky happen, or I don't know, just you had a run in with some, you know, but about a positive type of story. Do you have anything like that? Did anything kooky happen? Well, once a year, I don't know why. I think it's on PJ's birthday. I think about that. Um, so we all went to Daddy-O's, Daddy Rock, Daddy O's one night in Cancun, and you know we have that VIP area. And, you know, we're like, you know, they have this guy go out with the flames and we're all watching and screaming and drinking all this really sugary drinks. And all of a sudden I'm tired and I like I can't deal with this anymore. When are we leaving? So I fall asleep on those little poofs. I put two, three poofs together and I fall asleep and I wake up 
and and they're cl- the lights are on and they're cleaning the place and what? Are you PJ's there and he's sleeping too and I wake him up I'm like shit where like what time is it where where like we need to go where's everyone everybody left and we're pulling our cash together and I think we have four dollars together and we need to get back to Club Med and Handel's gonna kill us because he takes the presents at the at the front uh, at, at the front gate so we're like oh how are we gonna get back and so we we're trying to decide if we want tacos or we want to take the bus or we go <laughs> uh, you know try to get a ride and we're like oh man but I'm so hungry I'm like me too well I know we need to take the bus okay so we take the bus fall asleep on the bus and we get to the Wyndham uh, next door <laughs> and we're like all right, let's go through the Wyndham, through the beach, and then let's walk all the way, like super walk of shame. Like, let's hide. And like, by this time, it's six o'clock and we know Handel's up. So we're like, we're running, we're running, we're running, trying to get back to the casitas. But that, that the time I woke up at Dario's, like that, that blows my mind how I fell asleep there. Oh, like, they just, they just left you, left you there to sleep on the poofs? Yeah. Okay. Me and PJ. <laughs> Me and PJ just woke up at Dario's. Go, go figure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that is a zillion, like, you know, like the walk on the beach, all like all dressed from one end of the village to the other. Those, those were fun. <laughs> yeah. It's usually, usually when you do the walk of shame, it's alone. Yeah. Not with someone, but yeah. Okay. I know yeah. I never heard that story before. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I mean, I have stories for years. Like it's just, it's, it's such an environment that's, you know, like you just have so much fun and, and you meet such unique people like GMs and you know like people that are just interim for a couple weeks or people from other villages that are you know on vacation okay funny small world story I'm at this club in Vancouver we're watching the Montreal Canadiens game and I'm with some flight attendant friends of mine and at another table there's more flight attendant friend like people and people I don't know and this girl comes out of nowhere screaming at me like she's like oh my god you're Joe and I'm like yeah yeah who are you she's like you know me you know me Annie Annie I'm like I I don't know you I'm sorry like you know where do I know you from she's like yeah 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 yeah. I know you from Cancun and I'm like ooh, you know you and like 60,000 people and she's like no 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 you taught me how to water ski I'm like okay that narrows it down to 3,000 people and she's like no 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 I was on vacation from with Jen da 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 and uh, you used to go out with what's his name? And we all went to, the, to this restaurant. We all got drunk and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> she just narrowed and it so, down for you. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So we became, we became super good friends in Vancouver. And she be, like, you know, out of this one week she spent in Cancun, she became my, my, one of my best friends in Vancouver. Like uh, you make friends for life. That's, that's the best thing for me from club med is the friendship i made you must have a couple of hundred i'm guessing (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so do you man come on you've done so many seasons you know everyone (laughs) i'm guessing so were you shy because i think you know you you adapted pretty well but when when you have now when it's time to eat meals with the guests three times a day how how was that in the beginning for you was it easy was like nothing or were you shy at first at first yeah i was you know, I'm kind of an extrovert introvert where like uh, I like my my me time, my alone time. And then, you know, when I'm in a party mood, like I like to go out and talk to people and be in the shows and all that. So but 
talking to like a complete stranger being like hi can I sit with you and then repeating the same story over and over and over again that I used to crack up because I used to we used to be able to do uh, two geos at the same table so I'd pick a, a friend geo and I'd be like okay you answer for me I answer for you and so when they would start like where are you from oh Kentucky and then, and then we'd have to start a story about like where we come from and like the, the other geo would invent a story about me and I would invent a story about them and we would just have a riot or we would just answer the most crazy things and crack each other up so you know that's a little poking fun at the gm sometimes but uh you know make it different but it sometimes it was hard because you you felt like you bothered people like some families you know they weren't i remember one day one one day when we all did uh pimps and hoes remember that oh, we all dressed yes. up like pimps and hoes yes i do yeah. yeah that was the theme of the night but i took it seriously man i, I wore like <laughs> like uh some fishnets and god bless you god bless you yes you did pretty yes, much you nothing did. left yeah <laughs> and I, I, I i'm and i'm asking this lady if i could sit with her and her husband and her <laughs> like you know yeah, and she's yeah. like no <laughs> No, you can't. And I was like, why? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> but, uh, oh, boy. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I took it seriously, too. I dressed as a giant hoe that night, I believe. I yeah. Full, full I drag. And, yeah, wanted to be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but you were. You were very pretty. Thank Tall you. and blonde. <laughs> and slim. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that, yeah, that was a good night. <laughs> All right, July 14 rolls around. I didn't know what the hell Bastille Day was when it happened to me my first season. Did you know what Bastille Day was? I didn't. No, no clue. Okay, so you just did whatever <laughs> they told you, wear this, wear that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. I think we were, um, I think uh, I was married to Evan that day. We we dro- we dressed up as like, uh, like you know, the guys in tuxedos and the, the women in uh, wedding dresses. Oh, that's Remember right. That? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And served cocktails and stuff like that and, and looked pretty and sweated under 300 pounds of tulle. <laughs> that, was, that was exciting. <laughs> do you, do you, because you asked, okay, you brought up a question where you just met, well, you brought up a story how you, you know, met someone present day. So present day, do you have the same recurring dream where you are back working at Club Med, like to this day, or do you not dream at all? I sleep like a rock. I don't dream of going back to Clement, but I think about it a lot. It's all over my house, uh, the memories. And, you know, like I, I still have one of my best friends, Milan, that I talk to a lot. I've traveled with a lot of geos. I've lived with a lot of geos, you know, abroad and, and back in Vancouver and this and that. Like, you know, like a lot of my adult friends come from Clement and they're my fun friends, you know, like like the the people are that are crazy, but they're the people that have seen me in my best and my worst, you know, so, you know, they see you in your glory and they, they see you when you're sad, you're mad, you're upset. Uh, they become like, like family, you know, and I don't know, like it's a, it's a special bond. I think uh, we compare it to the army, you know, or, or people that, that, that do like kind of a stay abroad. That's very intense. They live in the same quarters. They eat together. You know, they have their day at they work together, but the night worked together as well. Like it was very uh, intense. So you got to to make really deep friendships. But I, I, I think about it often or I'll remember something funny that happened and I'll text that person. And um, like my PJ story, once a, once a year, I text it to him. Enjoy, enjoy your birthday. Have some shots, get drunk, but not not like daddy-o's. <laughs> <You know, laughs> yeah. 
Well, how about when you hear a song, like you're in a grocery store and a song from Club Med comes on, do you have to physically restrain yourself from moving side oh, yeah. to side and clapping? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, if it's in the car, it's like, it's full on like, you know, hey, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I have no shame. I don't care. Whoever watches me, whatever. I work at Club Med. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Were there any employers or managers who stood out for you that first season that you know made a good impression on you or chief of service? Could be, could have been any anyone really. Did anyone like really make an impression well, on you? Yeah, I mean, Handel is is has the reputation he has not for nothing. I mean, this this man is is the happiest person I've ever met, the most so, positive person I've ever ever met. You know, he. He always sees the good side of people and things and situations and you know, just like the hurricane, you know, we did the can-can encore during the hurricane, you know, like, uh, yep. you know, there's no panic with, you know, Handel is very, is hardworking. He's, he's mentally very strong. And plus he's a machine. He never sleeps, but uh, he's got this, this kindness to the world that, I will aspire to be every day, you know? Um, so Handel was a, was a big, um, in French, we say coup de car, like, um, how do I say that? Like kind of like a big, um, discovery for me of like, how, wow, a person is, how could a person be so kind? That was, that was amazing to me. And then Red, you know, Red, uh, he was my chief of, uh, water ski. He was just super smart in the way he, um, could repair any boat and very dedicated, very kind of uh, organized and, you know, taught me that service first, you know, so you take care of your guests first, you know, and it, he, there was kind of a, uh, he brought a lot of structure to a place that had very much structure because the, the schedules are very strict, you know, and don't be late at the bar, seven ten at the most, but he, he kind of gave me a lot of guidance and helped me understand and path the way for me. So I love red. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No, that's true. That's uh, and uh, how many times uh, in Cancun, if you couldn't handle it, did you handle it? Oh, oh nice. Well done. <laughs> I, I that I screamed for help to handle. Okay. Uh, like yeah, yeah. touched my ear when uh, some girl's guy was oh. trying to pick me up. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That must have happened a lot. Okay. Oh my god! Okay. I used to call on the on the water ski boys all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You just had to oh. say you just had to say you're gay like I did. Okay, it always worked. Okay. Oh, gosh. I didn't even think of that. Okay. <laughs> did you meet any celebrities at all? Anyone you recognize there from even the Quebec stars or uh, did you meet any cuz you were you were in Cancun about a year, right? Uh 9 months, yeah. 9, nine Almost months. Almost had a baby. Um yeah. I I want to say yes, but now I can't think of it. Anybody? I want to say we met people, but Oh, remember they they filmed that soap opera? Yeah, the, 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 the Mexican soap opera, right? Yeah, that was yeah. that was baller. I got to drive the boat while they were uh, making out on the boat. Oh, really? I've never seen that that show. I would have okay. really loved to see that show. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Did that. you ever see it? No, 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 no. They were at sailing too for a bit. No, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't know you had a scene in that. Okay. <laughs> Well, I was just a boat driver, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of these um, nine months, did you, I can't recall if you stopped or you or you requested a second season. Did you stop for a bit? Well, I after the first season, they I, I told them I could stay till February. So I was going to Spain for to study. And so they let oh. me stay till February. Okay, so you did oh. get to go to, now did you, 
so did you finish your, uh, like, was this a semester abroad type of thing for your undergrad? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you went to Spain. Yeah. And then you came back to Montreal and then you did do a second season because I recall. Didn't I you go, did. Didn't you go to Huatulco? Yeah. Extapa. Extapa. Okay. That was right. Extapa. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I totally lied. I said I, I, I was a really good sailor because I wanted to go there. And yeah, uh, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and then I ended up going there and there was no wind. So I was like, perfect. I can <laughs> tug kayaks all day. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah. I remember because we, we were uh, partying in Montreal with a lot of XGOs oh and you wanted to get home early and uh, pack. And I think I said, or I wrote to you, like, why would you want to do that? Go to the village with no sleep, you know, arrive, you know how don't pack because, because you have a much better story that way. Right. Do you remember that? Never be telling you. Oh my you? God, it's, it's awful. <laughs> now, I, okay, let me tell you the story. First okay. of all, you guys gave me like 10 pounds worth of bar books, oh, which yeah. I get, I get to the village and they're completely obsolete. That's right. <laughs> I was super upset and I tried to exchange uh, them for money because now we had to pay for our drinks. That's right. And I think I got like 30 bucks worth of it. I was super upset. But anyway, but that night we partied at Simon's place. We had a, yeah. a geo party and I came home and my mom, I like, I made so much noise. My mom was like, you got to leave at six o'clock. I'm like, it's fine. It's three. And I'm, she's like, <laughs> you reek of alcohol. I'm like, no, it's just Jaeger, mom. It's Jaegermeister. And she's like, you're so drunk. They're never going to let you on the plane. So <laughs> so in the morning, um, she gets me out of bed. She puts me in the shower. I'm shaking. I have the shakes. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And then I remember the taxi pulled over and I puked right in front of the taxi and he left. So I'm like, <laughs> shit. So then. My mom tried to get another taxi and couldn't get one. So she had to drive me because <laughs> because no, they, they blacklisted me because I had puke. So like they're like, no, we're not taking this drunk, drunk girl to the airport. But I was I was dying. I got there and there was a geo party that night again. Oh, nice. And uh, but then I was seasoned. So I was I got smart and we came back from senior frogs and I Looked at my schedule, put on my uniform, my bikini, everything. I went to the sailing shack. I pulled out like the entire shells. I put a cushion and I put a blanket on top of me and I slept in the sailing shack. And then the next morning, the geos are opening up the sailing shack and I'm like, ah, what the hell? And I scared the the crap out of Zoro. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm sleeping here. I was going to be late for sure. (laughs) And he's like, wow. Okay. Not first season. (laughs) See, it's not so much a better story. Like if you went, went home and went to bed early and packed. See, see, yeah, it's, no. it's so much a better story. <laughs> yes, it's like finding guys in the boats with the girls in the morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> and they're leftover. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so, so you did Cancun. <laughs> you did, you didn't, you didn't do any after Extapa, right? Was Extapa No, no, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Then you went back to school. I think I went uh, and lived in in Vancouver for a bit oh, for like three years. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, but so for education, you stopped um, once you got your bachelor's. Uh, you stopped, right? When you did your season. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So after after Cancun, I went to uh, Spain. Then I went to Miami for a year and a half, and uh, and the Bahamas for a couple months, and then. After that, I got the Extapa gig, went to Vancouver, worked for three years, went back to Montreal, started my master's, and then I had a boyfriend in Panama at that point.
point. So I went and lived in Panama for a couple months and then came back and then graduated, started working. And six months later, I was back to Vancouver for four and a half years working. So you got your master's. What did you do, an MBA? Yeah. Uh, no, it was like a like specialized um, post-secondary. I don't even know what it is in English. It's like post, okay. post-grad specialized degree it's like a master's without a thesis but with a oh yeah like, cor- like course yeah course based so yeah. you, was this at a hec it was yeah, yeah okay congratulations well thank very you nice. thank you very nice so do you uh would you say um i don't know if you use the word magical so would you say your first season was magical in any way compared to extapa or or would you just say you like them both for different reasons was there something special about your first season of course mm-hmm. i mean you know, first season is just, it's so special. Everything's new. You're learning the ways you're in awe of everything, you know, for me, and we had a dream team, you know, we had the, the best people in the world work there. And, and till this day, you know, like I would do anything for any of them, you know, it, it was, it was the chemistry, the vibe, you know, the, just how well we all like got along and had fun and when we went to the disco we went to the disco and we like we partied for real not because we had to but because we wanted to and we had fun and you know there was a good click from Quebec a good click from the states you know the Punta Cana crew you know there was a bunch the Mexican crew like it was the Brazilian mafia you know we had like such like little clicks but all in all everybody loved everybody it was just Wow. You know, um, whereas in Xnapa and I loved Xnapa as well. I had a lot of fun. You had to go out of the village to party. So, you know, the parties ended pretty early and, and there was not really any geo parties. It was a little bit later, also 2008, where, you know, the shows were more PG-13, uh, the kids village. So, you know, things that were acceptable in Cancun were not <laughs> uh, for obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, there was no pimps and hoe party, that's no, for sure. No. Um, Just more lady, like ladies Disney and gentlemen, parties. yeah, ladies Yay. and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember having some a lot of fun inside the what do you call those those mascots? They had like these teddy bear mascots and and dog oh, yeah, mascots. Like, yeah, like Clubber and Medi and all those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they they banned me from doing that because I was <laughs> okay. dancing too uh, rowdy on it. Too uh, <laughs> suggest too suggestively. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, okay. no, I I love my people of Ixtapa too. It was a uh, it was amazing season. It just it lacked that bonding that I had at at Cancun. It was just. Yeah, it was magical, Cancun. <laughs> After nine months in Cancun, I, I haven't figured it out, but did you ever figure out what kick, kick, comb your hair meant? Because I'm, I'm still thinking about that. What? Kick, kick, comb your hair. What did you that? ever, you don't remember? The animator would say that on the uh, microphone all the time. He'd say, kick, kick, comb your hair. But oh, when yeah, he, when he said, Bobby D? No, I think it was Lorenzo. But when he said, oh, kick, Lorenzo. kick, kick, uh, he would punch. So I don't know if anyone had told him that in, in, because he spoke French, that uh, kick kick is actually with your foot, not your hand. So, but he always is like <laughs> at the phone party. Remember, do you want more foam? <laughs> do you remember oh, the phone the phone parties? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah, think you remember yeah, the phone yeah, parties. Yeah, those were okay. fun. <laughs> yeah. I stopped going in there because there I was getting molested. Like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you don't know what's poking at you in okay. there. Okay? That's true. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I meet for the same reason. That's why I stayed on the mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did security. 
That's right. <laughs> oh. I did. Yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> so wow. am I, is there any other story? Like, I don't want to forget anything. I don't want to leave anything on the table. Am I forgetting uh, Am I forgetting anything about your first season? Something I haven't said that you want to say? Uh, tell me now, man, because uh, oh, man. I waited so long to get you on here. I don't want to miss anything, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. For me, it's like uh, just, you know, the water ski show, and you were part of it too, you know, the, the grand finale with the pyramid and, and the brouette and everything that we used to do and, you know, the shower yeah. number that was super fun. Like, I just have, like, the the Freddy's um, jump from the restaurant. Oh, yeah, the barefoot, and, st- barefoot start yeah, barefoot out of the, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think I mean, we, I think they've, uh, since they've closed that uh, window now, I don't think it opens anymore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it doesn't. You're probably very right. So did um, you ever see Albert uh, when you were water, the crocodile? Did you ever come across him, like, uh, water skiing? Like, have you? Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. More time there right there's a baby <laughs> yeah. and we got a kick out of uh tim because there's a baby swimming and they're not they're not really like swimmers crocodiles when they swim it's because they're going after something or they're moving and i remember <laughs> tim is water skiing and jeff is like go around the crocodile and slow down like the boat is is breaking because the boats used to always break because they were not meant for salt water so i started going around the crocodile and I slow down and he's sinking and sinking. He's like, Joe, go, go, crocodile, crocodile. And I'm like, I can't, man, the boat, it's jammed. And 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 Jeffrey's dying, but he's dying. And <laughs> and then I'm like, I just get him just close enough to being in the water to freak out. And I just pulled up and like left. But we, we got a good kick out of that. Yeah, a good kick out of a lot well, of he, Yeah, he's a, well, the big, yeah, Albert was a, was a big and like, I remember when we would finish the pyramid and we would land in the in the lagoon rest outside the pool he would be under the pool you know that space of concrete yeah <laughs> one time yeah. i just saw him eating a turtle i'm like get us out of here okay oh my god <laughs> well when we used to do the the figure eight you know where yes yes one yes. goes in front of the boat and the other yeah. one goes like around the boat yeah and i did it with parker and then the like i we missed our timing and he saved himself, but I didn't. I was going around the boat, so I got like pulled like full G force and got like yanked out of my skis. Like I literally flipped out of my skis into the mangroves. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm in the mangroves. And and then I realized, you know, this is charma for throwing so many GMs into the mangroves. <laughs> this is karma right there so yeah yeah but they didn't they didn't go with the centrifugal force that you you landed in there because you know when you look at i love that's one of my favorite moves the figure eight but man that yeah that centrifugal force that you're picking up there on the outside (laughs) it's pretty (laughs) powerful going like yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) i know (laughs) oh man but yeah those are the best memories i like you know, sometimes once in a while I'll see like a memory on Facebook pop up of like a dance or a show or something. And I like it always hits a chord, you know, always like a, a nice memory. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a lot of uh, Cancun uh, videos on my YouTube channel there. So if ever you're feeling nostalgic, yeah, they're there. Ooh, <laughs> I might do that right now. <laughs> 
All right, Joe, I hate to end this because I could talk to you forever, but uh, I don't want to keep you too long. So I really, really want to thank you for sharing your story. And I'm glad you finally came on. Yes, this was the dream, the dream interview. Thank you. Thank you for delivering. Thanks for having me. This is this is fun trip down memory lane. And uh, yeah, no, it uh, was for me. Yeah, like uh, I was super stoked. I always got a kick out of you. You know, I love you. You know, I, uh, you're very special. You made that season even more special. So thank you for that. Mm, thanks. Likewise. So ladies and gentlemen, that was Joe Pino from Montreal, Quebec. I love you too. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.